We all know people who never admit that they're wrong or rarely admit that they're wrong and maybe rarely ever admit the fact that they don't know something. Sometimes we realize that we hang out with people who are like ourselves. We have similar interests, we have similar hobbies and things like that. But have you ever thought about in a business world creating a team where people have similar interests and have similar perspectives is really a problem? Today, in this episode of The Leadership Hustle, we're gonna talk about the problem with having a team that agrees. Hello, and welcome to The Leadership Hustle for executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. So just recently, um, Michelle, you know, this is our, our episode about um, teams and the different um, things that um, teams do or don't do that make them really effective. And I was having this conversation with somebody and he asked me the question, do you think that senior leaders tend to surround themselves with yes people? Yes. Yeah, and so <laughs> it's like, like I had to stop and think. I'm like, you know, we, we hire people who we like. Yeah, right. We, yeah, we hire people who we connect with. That connection is because we have stuff in common. Right. It's a bias, but it it's what most people, a lot of people, do. And you know, part of the issue is when we hire people that you know that we like, we also find people that have similar interests and similar similar qualities and similar similar characteristics. And the problem with that is there's no diversity in thinking and process and perspective and so we you know the issue of getting to the right answer or better answer is diminished now I have people that will disagree with us on that so you know well what's your perspective do you, do you think that people you know we hire people like ourselves and I, I agree we hire people like ourselves I also believe that depending on the leader owner whatever title we want to put out there sure. um, that's overseeing that organization depending on their communication style has a huge impact on whether or not well just their impact they have on the environment uh, really determines whether or not people feel safe to speak up and disagree because i think when we we think alike, but we can still disagree. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying that's perfect, but um, when you have a as, a, as a leader and you have a room full of people, if, if people are just waiting for you to give them the answer, if people are just waiting um, and, and agree with your ideas, mm -hmm. we're not probably at the best idea. The first idea is never the best idea. Right. It's just getting something started and getting right. people to feel safe to, to speak up and disagree or challenge that idea or want to understand more um, where that dialogue can happen, whether it's between the leader and the team or team team members too, across. Right. So. so so just this morning I was working with a gentleman, we were uh, doing some coaching and they just hired a new CFO. And he talked about, you know, at the CFO level, there's already some skills. You, should, you, know, there, you, you know, you've got some accounting skills, you've got some other things. So, there wasn't a lot of, of interview, he said, about the technical skills. Mm -hmm. What they were really interviewing for was culture. And so as I reflect on that word culture, and I want your input on this, um, people use culture as code for they think like me, they think like us, they act like us, and so they really fit. And I'm really, I'm really challenged by that. I, you know, do you hear the same thing, or is there? You know, are you hearing? You know, what does this culture thing mean from a perspective of agreement or disagreement? Yeah, I, I do hear people that they'll be talking about 
they just did some interviews and there was this one person they just hit it off with a you know they're just so much alike and you know they it just they were just moving in that direction right. and um, one of the questions I had asked was well did they did they bring any points up that you saw differently? I mean, was there any sort of discussion? Because if, if they think just like you, how is that not gonna help you in the future? Right. <laughs> so, so this word culture is, you know, in its simplest form, is really about you know, how things get done around here. Correct. Right? So do you have a team culture, maybe business culture too, but specifically team culture where the way we work together, the way things get done around here is, we don't debate, you know, when the senior leader brings something, or we don't push back if a member of the team says something that we don't agree with because we don't want to hurt their feelings, or we don't want them to talk bad about us, or we just don't want to rock the boat, it's mm -hmm. not really worth it. Or do you have a culture specifically that is we invite debate, we invite contrarian perspectives mm -hmm. on things. We ask that you um, ask the questions that need to be asked or even deliberately say, so what if the opposite were true? Or yes. what if something else was different? Yes. You know, those are two, those are both cultures, but very, very different. Correct, and I would ask, what is the leader rewarding? What behavior? So if, if you, I'm new to this team and I, I start noticing what they're role modeling, they're role modeling ideas and debate and questioning, then as a new individual, I will start feeling like, oh, I can do this. And I'll feel, it's safe, right? Right. Um, so, but that is, that is the culture, is how we work together, how we get things done. Do we uh, intentionally create what we call team norms, right? right? Which one of those team norms would be to intentionally disagree with each other. We need to debate, we need to have perspectives that don't always agree with each other. And even if, even if you kind of like it, it's still, we need to help each other, push each other to be better. Right. But yeah, as that new employee, you pick up pretty quick on how people are behaving in the meetings that you're a part of and whether or not it's safe to speak up. And they're gonna bring their history. So if it wasn't safe where they came from, they may Correct. carry that perspective Correct. with them. Yes. And so they may not say anything, even if it really is safe. Yes. So to make sure that we're inviting them. Yes. You know, as you were talking about this, I was um, reflecting on this friend that asked me the question, do leaders surround themselves with people like themselves and, and yes people? And as I was thinking about when he asked me this question, I had to stop and think. I remember, you know, in our meetings, we really try to walk the talk in our meetings or in our in our work because we don't want to be hypocrites, right? We're learning along <laughs> in some cases or adjusting and becoming, you know, course correcting as we go through. But I remember in some of our our meetings, you know, maybe 10 years ago, where um, I would ask a question and people would start asking a little bit and I'd ask a question back. Well, one time one of, the, one of our team members came to me and said, Andrea, when you ask those questions, you've already made up your mind. And I just was, you know, stopped. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Certain, and certain and body language. It's certain body language. <laughs> well, you know, I had to stop and think. And when she said that, I said, you know, me thinking and me disagreeing had the same exact facial expression. And I literally don't, you know, if, if, if I have my mind made up, I've already said, I've already made up my mind, so let's poke holes in it, right? 
or I'll say, I am not married to this idea. I need your, I, we needed the debate and, you know, or even asking a person from one, you know, one person like, so what do you think about this? Who's been very specifically quiet. You know, I had to stop and think about how was I putting out body language that people were interpreting <laughs> as unsafe. And so I think that, you know, we were believers of all leaders have blind spots, right? Yes. That, you know, we have to stop and think. But what are some of the things that maybe um, leaders can do to help promote a team that is more willing to challenge each other? I mean, I know there's all kinds of ideas, but just off the top of your head, you know, give me one or two that, that you can think of. Well, I think it, one goes back to what I've already mentioned, the role modeling yep. and asking for the questions. Uh, I think two is getting feedback from your people about what are things that I do that could be misunderstood? So if I, this morning in the meeting, I said X and everyone was quiet, what was I doing, right? It, it's being vulnerable in front of them mm -hmm. and asking them for for things that maybe it's the blind spots that we don't see or recognize that we're doing. Right. Um, and then I think the third goes back to part of that is the team norms. We got to talk about what is really important with how we work together so we can be successful. Yep. Because even if we create a safe place, uh, you're going to have people like you mentioned that come with baggage and they're past, they weren't you know, there was consequences for speaking up. So they're gonna be a little more conditioned to not speak up. Sure. You're also gonna have personality styles that naturally just don't wanna rock the boat. They want everyone to be happy and, and let's not disagree with anyone because I might hurt your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to re also recognize where are our people, what's some of the baggage, you know, get to know them, build that trust, but also recognize what their personality is and talk about, let's set some goals because I need you to speak up. And so what do you need from me before meetings that will help you be more confident in, and comfortable with challenging different people in the room? Right, right. You know, one of the things that, that we add to our meetings is, okay, so if this, if this is what we believe today, if someone were to come in here and disagreed with us, what would they disagree with us on? Or what other kinds of, you know, what other perspectives do we need to come up with? Or what other possibilities could there be in the way this could be handled or the way that we could solve this or someone else's perspective? And so intentionally looking at it from um, other people's lenses, but giving people permission, let's do this together, mm -hmm. right? And when we do that, then it's not like Andrea against Michelle, and it's like, well, Andrea thought this, and Michelle thought yes. that, and you know, have this little head shake thing that, <laughs> that we do, and we're, we're kind of snotty, but. Um, well, and I think too, a little bit about that safe environment as that leader in the room, it's like, let's not tell them what we think first at times. Mm, as much as Good we, idea. Right, as much as we can, because oftentimes, and you and I both have been in other meetings with, within other companies, uh, and you sit in that meeting and whoever the leader is of that meeting, they're right away, this is the problem, now I'm gonna solve it, and everyone else is like, okay, <laughs> right? And it's like, okay, no, let's, what do you think? What ideas do you guys have? Right. Uh, and that really is about creating that environment where people start engaging in the solution, not just going along with the person who has more authority, right? And, those, and, the, and these concepts can have happen, you know, one on one during one on one oh, conversations, yes. not yeah. just team meetings. Correct. But the other part that you know, sometimes we're afraid to have these conversations face to face. Um, sometimes they happen over email. But one of the things we have to recognize is what is the unintended consequence later that people either don't realize are 
preventing others from, from speaking up. For example, there's the meeting outside the meeting. Yes. So if there's three or four of us, we're having a conversation, we're debating, you and I are fine because of the debate, but somebody else was feeling a little uncomfortable. So now they're talking to somebody that's like, oh my gosh, you see Michelle and Andrea going at it. It's like, <laughs> we weren't going at it. We were no. simply just really challenging the concepts of each other and recognizing that at the end of that, we don't dislike each other. We might not have liked the ideas each other had, but we don't dislike Correct. each other. And at the end of the conversation, we can go have a beer, yes. right? <laughs> or <laughs> and be over yeah. with it. <laughs> right. And so, you know, just opening up the idea that let's make sure we have the team norms, right? Yes. Let's make sure that we recognize people's personalities, that some people are going to feel more comfortable than mm -hmm. uncomfortable. But at that senior level, you need to figure out how to be comfortable or less uncomfortable in, and speak up in those scenarios. Make sure that we're asking those that we lead, you know, what are our tells? You know, what are those things that we, our body language, our, our um, reactions to certain things that people might misinterpret that we might have to say, I'm thinking, I'm not Correct. disagreeing, yeah. right? It's, it's the same look. It, right? Yes, it, yeah, it's talking more about what our intentions are and what we're doing, what we're doing because our body language and facial expressions might right. be off. And then recognize that even after the conversation, after the meetings, talking about it, uh, talking about anybody else, which is drama, that's a whole nother oh. episode, right? Um, doesn't help make the team a solid team. Correct. And so we really, you know, we really do like to hang out with people who have like minds and like interests and things like that. But truly, a solid team that really works well and helps your company move forward really does need to have people who are willing to debate and yes. to disagree. 100% that diversity in five. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Leadership Hustle. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.